technique and drills make you go faster, not getting fitter and fitter and fitter. More technique, more downwind, and honing skills. You're never too old to change bad habits, and you're never too old to learn new ones. I can teach you all the mistakes. I've had so many mistakes in this life of mine, long life, paddling life, and why should you make the same mistakes when I've already been through there, done that, bought the t-shirt a number of times, Hi there, welcome to the Coach Tulupski podcast. These episodes are taken from Oscar's live interactions with his Oscar's club members and are great for anyone looking for insights into paddling faster and having more fun. Here I am in the home of Nello, overlooking where I train. George Swart has joined us and David Whitmer has joined us. Fantastic. I'm going to get a little bit more light. This is pretty good. Very soft light. I'm overlooking at the moment. And Willem had a great race. Again, it wasn't the, the race that we wanted in flat water. But going into the race, as you all, you were the only people that I actually told that I was fairly badly injured and didn't really paddle for five weeks, which is an interesting test that you can actually paddle at MAF and just do technique. I never got my heart rate for five weeks over 115. So that's a good uh, reflection. Um, welcome, uh, Nilsson Martins. Um, here it's 10 o'clock in uh, Porto, a very foggy evening, so that's why it's uh, pretty chilly here. Uh, I have, interesting enough, just so don't let me forget about the RCF, but I've got a person that's never seen a Sersky, never knew Sersky existed until he looked at one YouTube and then He's decided to take up the sport. He's 51 years old, and I've had him for two full days. And funny enough, the first one and a half days, all he was in a swimming pool, learning the drills. And today, he surfed some waves in a 510, which, and he never fell out once because he knew how to brace. And then Terry Knowles, welcome from all the way from southern, southern uh, Australia. And today he finally grasps how the stroke worked. And the stroke works with your big muscles, not your small muscles. But it is very difficult for him, uh, 51 years old, taking, taking on a new sport, but loving it. Flew all the way from London and he's got houses in Bali, London and uh, LA. And he thought this is the best sport. He used to be a windsurfer 30 years ago. But digressing a bit. So getting back to the, the World Surfski Champs, as I know, I didn't have the best thing. I, I thought I was going to really kill it. So the first thing that happened uh, when I was there, all I did was, again, just concentrate on technique, never push my heart over 110, 115. So just did a technique session. Obviously, uh, Willem was there and he participated. You can see I never went hard. I pushed myself for a few few beats over 130 for about 10 or 15 seconds. But the only thing I could do because of my rib problem, I only ran, cycled, all at MAF, and then did a few technique sessions. And when I did paddle, I paddled very slowly. I'm talking 110 uh, heart rate, which is, again, it's relative. My 110 heart rate, I can get up to 120 heart rate. I can get up to about 14 kilometers an hour because of my efficient technique. So I went in that race not knowing how I would do. I uh, had my injury on the on the 15th of August and raced on the 12th of September. So it was very interesting. It's funny, I still had, because I think I was uh, uh, under-trained, uh, I still had confidence 
thinking about math and how it all worked that I would actually do quite well. People say I did well because I came third. It was a completely dead flat day. I know if there were waves, I would have been right up on the front. I decided not to do the main race because the main race was just brute force because the wind was completely side on. Uh, and uh, most people really said it wasn't a downwind. It was basically side wind, a lot of power that you needed to push over. And I thought if I did two races, I wouldn't uh, do very well. Will Wilson, good to see you. I hope, I hope you, uh, keep, you're keeping on losing all your weight that you've uh, taken off. Fantastic. And David Whitmer also is weight. Uh, one thing about being in, in France for the RCF World Championship is that the breakfasts are no good. It's baguettes and not even butter. You have to ask for butter, baguettes and jam and all the bad things for us. But at the end of the day, getting back to the World Championship, I decided not to do the boss. I was actually dressed, ready to go, and I thought, no, it's just too hard if I have to do two races. I probably would have come in the top 20 in the in the normal race and in the World Championships, and and then the next day I would have been really bad. So reflecting on the race, again, same old race strategy. Made sure I, I had my last meal at 8 a.m., which was a few eggs, a bit of cheese, for, and that was it. I had a cup of coffee, a couple of cups of coffee, and then I had coffee two hours before, a little bit of water two hours before, and that was it. I knew I was going to do the race no matter what. Jumped on at the start. It was completely, absolutely flat. Willem, Willem will tell you about how flat it was. Got on my boat. As normal, I'm very good at my jump start. Jump started and, uh, and, and had a fairly good start. Was on the front bunch, sat there, and just picking up waves. Uh, then a little group splintered off, five guys, and they were all the 30-year-old the guys that were going fast. Normally, as I say, if I hadn't had this injury, I know I would have kept up with them because I was feeling fairly good. And all I concentrated was technique. So I was paddling around the back there of, of, the, of the second group, and then I saw this guy coming on the right-hand side of me going really fast. He happened to be on an epic GT, which is the most expensive boat you can buy, and, and he looked like uh, Will, uh, a guy that I know from Perth who's seriously fast. So I jumped, I went straight onto him, jumped on his wave, and I was padding along with him, and he said, no, 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 it's Stefan, Stefan Rudant from uh, the area, from Brittany. I said, okay, that's good. And he was going really well. We were catching everybody. I jumped on his wave, and all I did all the time was just concentrate on technique. Every time I think, okay, let me just make sure I'm pulling my bum off the seat. Okay, let me make sure I'm, I'm keeping my elbows down. Let me make sure all these things are just going through me at my head all the time. And I was just hanging on there, and I thought, okay, he's going to take me right to the front. And he kept on turning right, which means that we were going a little bit off the course, and then Hank McGregor before the race told me, no, 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 you mustn't uh, go too far out. It doesn't actually help because you, when you surf down, not that there was any wind, uh, he found himself that he was uh, losing time. So but the interesting thing, I just stayed with him. I started at a 216 paddle length, and after about two, three kilometers, I changed it to 215. And then when I saw him, every time he stopped for juice or something, I changed it. And I actually changed my paddle four times. So I went from 216 to 15 to 14 to 13 for the last bit. And I just stayed with him. And, and again, it was just basically unlucky. I thought he was going to just keep on going harder because I had no power to go on my own. 
And, and if I'd gone in a little bit of faster person, I think I would have done a little bit better. But I stuck with my guns. I stayed with him the whole time. And he uh, pulled me for about 16 kilometers. And then I realized, sure, he's, he's slowing down. And then I just went straight past him, concentrated my technique and, and finished the race. And again, the one thing I hate about a surf ski race is that has running in it. I was really cross. In fact, in fact, Adrian Crouch from England overtook me on the run-up. And he got second in the over 55s and I got third. Which is, in the end of the day, I can't complain, but I would have rather have the race finish in the water and I would have ended up coming second to my brother Herman, who uh, had a good race. Uh, I think he came 11th or 12th and I came 18th out of all the Masters, which is not too bad. The, bo the bottom line is, least I actually paddled. Um, a lot of people, in fact, Nello, whose house I'm at at the right th at the moment, had the same injury, and it took him two months before he could actually paddle again. So, five weeks, I'm back training again. Uh, I've got um, for Will as I'm joined. I've got uh, Rupert Mika that's never seen a surf. He didn't even know what a K1. I took him around the Nello factory today. He was blown away, and he couldn't believe how narrow the boats were but the bottom line is he stuck to his guns he, he came over here he wanted private lessons for for three days morning and afternoon and we've done we've done um, sort of two and a half hours every morning and then one to two hours in the afternoon tomorrow's his last day and he's managed to surf waves managed to understand that this sport is all about using your core and the more I think about it the more I get upset when I see paddlers in the club that I'm, uh, I paddle out of, the techniques are so shocking. And I just know that they're using brute force and, and, and no power. And the, and the only thing you should be using is your brain and your skill and perfecting your, your technique to make you go faster. Another interesting thing was, um, again, because I had that atrial fibrillation now it's like two years ago, the one thing I did, and I stuck to it as usual, is that I never had any alcohol before the race because that raises your heart rate. And if it raises your heart rate, that just puts you in a, in a bit of a predicament. So I was two days with no alcohol, which was uh, quite nice. And now I'm uh, enjoying the fruits of life. As I said, I'm drinking a Prosecco from uh, Galicia, not Prosecco, Cava from Galicia from Spain. A really good uh, drop. Nello loves his his um, champagne and wine, and he's and we are developing some uh, new Nello Surskis, which are going to really change the whole Surski market. Again, a lot of things in life happen by chance, and by chance we stumble across something that we will launch next January, and I'm sure everybody will be very excited to hear. It's they're faster, they're more stable, and these are the things that just happen by chance. You know, everybody says, "Oh, you just go and get a computer." No, spend time in a boat, spend a lot of time in the boat, spend, test it, try it, work out different things, and you'll definitely get a, a better outlook of of um, what works in the ocean, what works downwind, what works on the flat water. Because as our sport is everything, not just downward. Um, one of the questions I had uh, during the week, 
just so I can answer from Karen Smith, she's doing the um, she's doing a lot of paddling and and improving fantastically well, like most of my clients, and I, I thank them for participating and giving me feedback all the time. I, uh, I love the feedback, and as you know, I'm fairly fast at answering questions anytime. Um, um, was does keto and MAF have to work together? No, no, and the, question, the answer is, as I said, keto is a different thing. Keto is your body in ketosis, and MAF is training at sub-maximum. Max, MAF stands for M, maximum aerobic function, and that's different from what you're eating, but they work well together. MAF, or MAF, or full methadone method, actually works well at that heart rate because it burns the most amount of fat so your body gets used to fat adapting better at those heart rates when you're anaerobic you start uh, burning some problems and uh, funny enough i fact uh, i met a guy called michael mckernick you might know him he's a master's paddler that got injured in a motorcycle accident and he said oh you know oscar i'm losing so much I'm doing math, I'm, I'm, I'm doing keto, but I'm losing so much muscle, and I'm training so hard, and I'm struggling. That is the problem. Rather relax. Go to the math method, relax, be fresh every day. Be fresh all the time, and if you have to, in our age, over 50, if you have to do a, a sprint session once a week, maybe push it to twice a week, but again, one, once a week at, at uh, maybe an hour, and then the second time, maybe 30 minutes. That's all you need. Don't push your body, especially at our age. Just keep on working at nice, slow paces, concentrating on technique, and you will go faster, I promise you. And and from here, uh, next week, I head to the Fisher River Marathon where I paddle with my brother Herman and a K3 and a guy called Andy Leith. And normally we, we are, as I say, 55, 56, and 57, and we are right on the heels of the 21-year-olds. It's not because we are young and stupid, it's because we use our brains and, and keep it math and, and do the whole race. From there, I'll go to the um, Sean Partners uh, Financial Services, the doctor, and I hope to be really fit for that, and I hope there's some wind so I can show real form and, and real speed again. You know, it's. It's been a bit of a setback, but sometimes these setbacks help you, you know. It just puts your body back. It lets you rest. So never think of... There's always a positive out of anything that happens in life and, and really concentrate on that. I had this rib. They said six weeks. I didn't take in any anti-inflammatories like the people said I should. All I did is ate really well. Did a few two-day fasts and three-day fasts. And even now, I'm doing uh, one meal a day now. And then when my guests leave, and then I'll do a two or three day fast just to make sure my body is very, very low on inflammation. Okay, um, I didn't get many other questions. And can you believe it's already 20 past uh, 10 here? Um, those guys listening, don't hesitate to type and, uh, and uh, give your questions. And remember, I'm here for you. Whether you put it on Facebook, whether you send me a private message, I'm here to answer your questions and and after all the years of experience I know I can help you and I and I know I've had I've had rave reviews from most of you guys and and most people are really enjoying um the training plans 
and the feedback all the time. I hope that my next uh, podcast will be from the Fish River in the middle of the Karoo Desert and um, and we'll pick a, a good time. Let me know if you, if you again, want any information on anything. As I say, I'm an open book and even if you don't ask me, I'm going to tell you how to improve as uh, Willem will attest to. Let's have a look. Okay, George, everybody's happy. Um, any topics you would like me to discuss now, just type them on there and uh, I can uh, answer them. Interesting how your, your body adapts. It's funny, I was having physio in, in, in uh, Porto, my physio, for one and a half hours, just so those people know that this is a really good place to live. For one and a half hours, he is charging me 15 euros. So work that out, very inexpensive and really friendly, trying to help. Uh, and that's what the medical fraternity is like in, in Portugal. But what he says, is, and, and your body really works this out, is that I had a rib injury in the front and in the back compensates. So I feel a little bit of pain, but nothing that's going to hinder me in, in the future. And, and again, you've got to listen to your body. All my training plans, I always end up listening to your body. Don't push it too hard. Rather be undercooked than overcooked. Because if you're overcooked, you can't do anything. And maybe that rib injury, I was just training too hard. Basically, I was doing like a one-hour cycle or run in the morning early. And then a one-hour technique session. And then a 40-kilometer paddle in the afternoon. All at MEF, all comfortable, but maybe it was just too much for my body. And my body said, no. That's too much. I'm going to collapse. Um, so listen to your body. It's always got some positives for you. And uh, keep on training. But again, remember, practice makes permanent. And that actually came from Willem Prinsler's wife who said that. Everybody thinks practice makes perfect, but practice makes permanent. So practice the correct stuff and you will go faster. And you will have more fun. And you will improve with that guys uh, no questions and again you've got to get your mates to come and say hey ask a few questions that there's no questions that's silly enough that I can't answer questions means that you caring and you you want to improve with that it's a little bit early good to see all you guys um, Remember, the next podcast will be probably from the fish, which will be next weekend, and maybe a weekend will be working better. And uh, it's also World Cup rugby time. I think South Africa is playing New Zealand. Terry, not Australia. And uh, England, Adam Thorpe has arrived. Where are you from, Adam? Adam Thorpe, all the way, I think, from Australia. I actually don't know. But uh, World Cup rugby's around the corner. Uh, now my whole goal is to focus on the fish just to finish it, just having fun, getting a good base. And then uh, the Sean Partners uh, Financial Services dragon, um, doctor. And I'll be doing all the races leading up to that. So hopefully everything goes well and I, and I manage to peak at the right time. At my age, 
and our age, most of the people are older, about peaking, the only thing, don't have too much rest and don't to have a, a too long a peak. At our ages, uh, within one or two or three days, uh, our muscles start degenerating. So you, have, you shouldn't have a, a long peak, uh, a long taper, really have a short taper. Um, basically, I train and practice right up to a day before. And then even on the, the day before, I go over the race strategy and the plan and where I'm going to finish. Don't have long tapers. Long tapers don't help you. Maybe when you're young and you're pushing yourself so hard. But when you're on a math tape, a math kind of program, you don't have to have a long taper. In fact, how many times have you gone out there and you thought, think, oh, I'm feeling a bit tired and you do your best time? Because it's in the middle of your training, you're doing well. Tapering there's been a lot of science about it and uh, I know after 40 you don't really need it and, and I don't do it much either. I'd rather paddle and concentrate on my technique and do that. Tommy Yonley, where are you from? Uh, joining a bit late. Pity, as I say, it's uh, normally a half an hour podcast and uh, you will get a, a copy of this. All the information will be emailed to you so that you can uh, listen to it afterwards and hopefully learn more. But don't forget, send your questions in. The more questions you ask, the more you learn, the more I can answer them on any, any subject. Either the Wi-Fi is not working too well here, or, but there's no doesn't seem to be any questions pouring in. Tommy, sorry you're only joining us so late, but you will get a copy of this um, live podcast. Uh, I've gone over uh, my first time Sersky client who's here from, uh, he actually from London, but he's got a house in LA and Bali, and uh, the RCF World Championships, which by the way, wasn't run very well. They had like four different venues. Uh, everything was in French and nobody wanted to speak English. So it wasn't the best. I've been going there for 11 years now and I've never had a bad race, bad organized race, and this was particularly bad. So hopefully next year, the World Championships in Portugal, you don't want a week like this where it's just fog and no wind, but most of the time there's a lot of wind and where there's a lot of wind, there's a lot of sun and the, the, the supporters can have fun and the paddlers can have fun as well. Um, if there are no more questions, I think I will sign off uh, till next time. Uh, thanks for your support. And remember, um, I'm only an email, a phone call, I don't care, away. And keep on training. But remember, train smart, not hard. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed that all and learned something. Hi there. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, if you want to join Oscar's club or get access to his free technique video series, you can do that by visiting coachchalupski.com.